Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of GoreCon, which we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after they put out important news. With us today, happy to have him back, Adam Tegelski, CEO, Benovi Technologies, trades on the venture under VISN for our friends of the U.S., BNVIF. Now, for those of you new to the story, that's going to be some of you, that's for sure, uh, because the companies make a lot of noise in the markets lately. Uh, Benovi essentially is a vision therapy and training company that goes way beyond uh, just fixing eyes that simply can't read letters on an eye chart. That's what your optometrist does uh, when they prescribe glasses. But what Benovi does without getting all scientific is they deliver higher performing brains by optimizing the performance of the eyes. So the result essentially in its simplest form, but the most powerful form is a faster brain through stronger eyes. Now, more than just lip service, because maybe that's just a lot of hot air, and a lot of description. The company's well underway to commercializing this already. In fact, it's used in over 20 countries. Clients include teams in the NHL, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, Tennis Canada, Eli Wilson goaltending, the world leader in goaltender development for hockey. Uh, unbelievable. It's been tested in over 1,500 practices, and their flagship uh, Benovi state-of-the-art platform has had over more than 800 organizations uh, who have been registered and use the platform for vision therapy, sports vision performance, creating 31,000 users just from them. Today's press release, Benovi Technologies announces upcoming release of Benovi Connect app, a telehealth app. Adam, welcome back, my man. George, great to be here. Thank you. Hey, a lot of people are using telehealth nowadays because we've seen success in CloudMD and WellHealth. So a lot of people are using telehealth as a buzzword in their press releases, but clearly Benovi isn't because you're actually delivering this into an existing network. So let's talk a little bit about that. And then I want to talk about the rollout, but you know, how this is going to plug right into your existing business. Uh, okay. So thanks for the plug there in the introduction. Uh, telehealth is obviously a really hot topic right now. And, you know, this is not just an opportunity for us to to throw that into some news. Uh, you know, we have spent years establishing what we think is the world's best network of binocular vision specialists. These are optometrists around the world that are using our technology today that are the what we consider the best in the business. Um, we've always been about healthcare and remote technology, providing software and hardware to allow patients to get access to care remotely. Uh, and now we're essentially using the realities of our new you know, COVID world to say, hey, does every patient really need to get access to an optometrist in person? Do they need to go into the clinic? Um, and is there a way that they can do this completely remotely, leveraging telehealth solutions that are established and, uh, and, and working today? This also stems from personal experience, George. Uh, with my youngest son, uh, most recently, uh, we couldn't go to the hospital. We couldn't do some as a physical therapy. And here we are jumping on a video call with the therapists, uh, putting the iPad on the ground and allowing uh, these therapists to engage with our child and guide us uh, through that uh, rehabilitation. Uh, so now what we're trying to do is really say, hey, our platform should be used by every parent, every school, every individual that identifies with the potential problem. And why do they have to wait for an appointment remotely? Why can they not just have a doctor on demand? Uh, choose the kind of doctor that they want. Do they want a male? Do they want a female? Do they want a certain ethnicity? Do they want a certain time zone? The reality is today uh, in the COVID world, we've had to you know, really assess where we are as a company. 
And most importantly, we've talked to our clinics who have successfully been doing remote therapy, uh, exclusively remotely on their patients with essentially 99% uh, success as they were in office. So, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel here. We are simply leveraging the millions of dollars that we spent on our technology uh, to release what we're calling Bonobi Connect app and allowing every patient out there to be able to register themselves be able to test themselves remotely and ultimately be able to connect with a specialist anywhere in the world. Uh, why is this important? Okay, here in North America, we've got some of the best doctors specializing in brain injuries and concussions. Uh, you know, we've done a lot of really great work in Germany, but German doctors are, are, are counting on European, uh, our North American doctors to help their uh, concussed patients. You know, the, wow. German, the German hockey league is just unfortunately not where we are with the NHL. They, are, they do not have the same level of testing, do they not have the same level of rehabilitation? And we are constantly dealing with uh, athletes in the German hockey leagues that are trying to get access to North American doctors. So by releasing Bonobi Connect, I could take the top 10, top 20 brain specialists in our field and make them accessible to any team, any sports team, any school, any infrastructure that wants to plug into our, uh, our specialty network. Uh, and most importantly, it puts us and our technology on the front end of the, the billing opportunity as well. You create an account, you're suddenly connected with a doctor and we're opening up that transaction between patient uh, and doctor, uh, school board doctor, sports team doctor. And instead of us having to go to um, you know find a doctor that may jump on a plane and travel here, that is not the reality of our world today. We want to be able to remotely connect with that individual. And it's not just about a video conferencing, George. We actually are in a position to control our software and our hardware to perform testing on that individual remotely. Wow. So, so this it's, not is, just, it's, also, it's, not, it's just not me and my child speaking to a specialist. No. I'm actually able to go through the therapy using this app. Bonovi Connect will actually project tests onto the screen that you're involved in and will take measurements real time. You know, we are in an opportunity where we can actually send technology to sports teams and our our uh, infrastructure and our doctors will be able to control that technology remotely and it completely eliminates the onboarding process and the, the 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 learning curve of how to use our technology. We can simply say, "Hey, do you want a therapist? Do you want a uh, doctor, do you want rehab? Do you want an exam? Whatever that may be, our our platform will facilitate that. Oh, you know what we got to do? I'm not sure what maybe next time around, next couple of weeks, next 10 days, it'd be great if we create a screencast or something like that where, you know, I'm a I'm a potential customer, not a customer, sorry. I'm a I'm a patient yep. and make and everyone and we kind of screen capture that for everyone to see that at home because that that video are- is 10,000 words. We are, we are definitely in the development to be able to do something like that. And again, as long as you're ready to expose yourself to, uh, to the world, George, we'll, we'll run that test on you. I'll expose my eyes, not much more. That's about as far <laughs> as you, but I, I'll definitely do that. No, but all kidding aside, because I, I would love to see that and show that to everybody in action. So let's talk about this. You already have a network. The great thing about Bonovi is you're not saying, okay, George, we created the Connect app. And now we got to go out and now we got to go out and find people around the world who will uh, accept it, test it, show it to their patients. You, how big is your network? Let everyone at home know, you know, what your network looks like right now. And then let's talk about how you're going to roll it out. Is it all in one shot? Is it a staggered rollout? How's that look? 
Okay, so just just again, high high level reminder: uh, we're dealing with usually very complex issues, whether relating with a child or a brain injury or whoever whoever that may be. The important thing here is we can get multiple specialists plugged into our infrastructure at the same time. If your child has a brain injury or a concussion or has some developmental challenges, we're in a position to bring on an optometrist, an occupational therapist, a psychologist, the educator, the parent, and really create that collaborative care. Uh, environment remotely. Um, so I wanted to just make that point. Sure. Uh, importantly, with regards to our platform, you know, we we have not just been at this for three or four years. We actually acquired one of the original companies in this business that, that was started in 1974. Yeah. So we're actually approaching almost 50 years of being in the business of treating vision. And our dream has always been to connect the world with, this, with the providers that, that, that we have. We have over 800 locations that have registered, uh, not all 100% active, but uh, you know, a good high percentage of those are currently of active no, doctors. You never, nobody has 100% active. That's, uh, that's, and, that's not and, possible. And the, 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 the important thing here is um, we can run binocular vision tests uh, without the optometrist on the call, which means that we can actually add tens of thousands of optometrists who are licensed to be able to do deeper evaluations. And our data and the tests that we do will provide those optometrists with the basic answers as to, hey, how do we, you know, you know, how do we deal with this patient? How do we deal with this, uh, this current patient? The beauty is there are 50,000 optometrists in, in North America, or sorry, in the United States right now. All of them should be registered on our platform. They're not yet, but ultimately this Bonobi Connect is opening up that entire network to the optometrist. And then our specialty network, the thousands of doctors that are, that are binocular vision specialists, will be able to support all of those optometrists, all of their patients to get deeper uh, and more uh, immediate information to the patient. The most important thing here is, George, every parent at home is going to be able to register for Bonobi and do self-testing themselves. So we're working towards a completely scalable model where the consumer empowers themselves with data. No longer are we going to have to wait two months for a specialty appointment. Can we get all these people in the same room at the same time? I want to deal with my child's problem today. I want to deal with my concussion patient today book an appointment, connect with our doctor immediately. That's that's the whole point of what we're trying to do here is connect the, the people in the world that are there prepared to provide the service with the patients that need this now. And you know what I really like about many of the things you said, but one thing that really stands out is you you know part of Benovi's growth has been it acquired a while back. A company's been in existence since 1974. But what I love about it is forget about the size network it brings in, which is great because obviously you've got, you've built a great network, but you're not going to be a blockbuster at the end of the day. You're not going to be a Kodak that failed to keep up with the change in technology said, well, we've been doing it like this for 50 years. I love the fact that now you've got the Bonovi connect app, right? And it's, and yeah. you can, that, I think that's, that's genius. I, and it's easier said than done. Trust me. It's easier said than done, but you guys have done it. You know, I'll, I'll give credit to uh, Dr. Sam Mathani, our CTO. Uh, when he first joined the company, the two of us sat down with the iPad that had just come out at the time, the iPad Pro. Uh, and, and he really said to me, Adam, he said, this is the direction we need to go. I really think this is the future. I see everyone having this device in their hand and it being a control center for yeah. our technology. We were um, very early in that decision and we've spent a lot of money uh, building up our technology to be prepared for moments like this. And again, you know, we've seen technology evolve, you know, in an in a almost scary way over the last 10, 15 years. You know, I remember 
you know, the first iPhone that came out. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, this is a screen. There are no physical buttons. We're actually touching these virtual tools, these apps. And it, it just blew my mind at the time. And, uh, and I've been a futurist and always excited about technology. Gotta be. It's just, it's just, you know, we, we solved the really simple problems, George, you know, we solved, Hey, how do we all share pictures about our family experiences? You know, Facebook was created, Twitter was created so that we could share 140, you know, character messages and Instagram and, and Snapchat and, and these Great social, these social tools have now connected us all. You know, these are, these are multi-billion, you know, 50, hundred billion dollar companies that now control this ecosystem. And that, that, that curve, that accelerated curve of, uh, of technology is getting to a stage now where all of those tools are, are established. We all have these devices in our, in our hands that are more powerful than, you know, a spaceship that traveled to the moon in the 1950s. So we're empowered with this technology. It's just now that we're finally starting to realize healthcare, education. These are the these are the two most important pieces of, of uh, the evolution of these technologies. And there's a tremendous amount of work to do, you know, in healthcare. We all know that telehealth story has been around a long time. Um, it's only now become very exciting because of COVID. The realities of COVID and COVID, five you know, G coming. We're just uh, you know, and, and I'm so glad for it. I mean, I'm not so glad for COVID. I want to be clear about that. But I'm so glad we've been zooming for a couple of years. I know you guys have, maybe even longer. But, you know, the uh, the telemedicine, the telehealth opportunities that's opened up for everything, in this case specifically for vision therapy, vision training, brain therapy, brain training, is amazing. So let's talk about what the shareholders are probably thinking right now, which is, okay, so how does this scale into a great business for Benovi, you know, around Canada, around North, around North America, around the world? Before you answer that, the first question I want to ask is, and it leads, it's a lead-in, What's the reaction been like from your network, you know, of practitioners out there, of people in the Benovi network to the launch? Because I'm sure you kind of gave them yeah. some advance notice to know that the products come. So have you had time yet to get feedback? And then based on that feedback, how do you think this rolls out? And, and, and how do you generate a great business, an even greater business from it? Um, listen, we've got we've got some of the the the, the, the top minds in the industry uh, as our advisors and our and our uh, Know, partners, Dr. Leonard Press, uh, our chief scientific officer. You know, he's he's the the most uh, published author in the vision therapy space. He um, he's got a, a tremendous following, and we we spent a lot of time working with him as well as a small group of doctors to really ask the question: Are we comfortable as as a, as a community of doctors to be offering this service? And the reality is, as your businesses have been closed, these doctors have had no choice but to accept yeah. the reality that, hey guys people do not necessarily want to come into the office and sit in a waiting room with a lot of other patients. And suddenly everyone sneezes and you're wondering, what are these guys doing? What, yeah. what is that? Is that COVID? Is that a cold? Um, the reality is we all feel more comfortable at home. Um, and the doctors, you know, you, you've got, uh, you've got, you know, this, this distribution curve where you've got your early adopters who, who love our tech and are always there. And then you've got the, you know, you've got the flip phone doctors that just will never, you know, move forward with the technology. What we're finding is you're, you're, you're seeing um, the more senior doctors realizing that, hey, I want to position my business to sell it at some point. And if I can accept these changes, then it's, uh, it's easy for me to hopefully sell my business in the future. But I think the reality is, um, there's no question there are hundreds of millions of patients out there that need our doctor's help. 
And we are never going to achieve uh, success as a company without making some really big, uh, you know, industry-wide changes. And, 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 you know, even the most stubborn of doctors um, who are just set in their ways have to accept and have accepted the fact that, hey, the world has changed completely. The technology is finally there. We're not, you know, we're not using Skype in 2014 and, and you know, and modems we're now hyper connected everywhere and it's just it's just a reality and everyone has embraced it you know embraced our plan uh very positively so how's the business model look uh adam uh how do you uh, how do you charge for this what is the i don't we don't need to know the exact numbers but you know here's george and he needs some uh tele you know telehealth it, uh, uh service for his for his eyes strength yeah. I get I get into the app. How does how does the revenue model work? Yeah. So what we're doing is we're really facilitating consumer with doctor, and ultimately uh, we want to keep the revenue stream going um, to the doctors. The doctors are the ones doing the, the heavy lifting here, and really what we're trying to do is just facilitate infrastructure and, and introductions as we move forward into education and and getting our technology into the schools. That suddenly means that there's a lot of doctors that are going to need to support our model. And for if we can go and deliver um, a consumer app that patients will be able to screen, we will charge a small uh, amount of money to that patient to register and create their account. We will do some free uh, screening to start with. But if you want a deeper evaluation, if you want your data, you're going to have to pay something for it. And it's, you know, this is a nominal one-time fee that we're going to charge the patient. But then as we make that connection to the doctor, the doctors are on our platform already, and we're charging an interface fee. Essentially, we are getting paid on both sides a small amount, but we're letting the revenue flow to the doctor specifically. Smart. Yep, yep. Okay, yeah. I love that. Very, you know, very and, easy, very easy, seamless kind of uh, revenue it, model. Yeah, it's like we you, we would like to take a very small slice out of you know millions of connections, not large chunks out of you know tens of thousands of connections, and and that's really the. Whole, I would like to be able to fill up the 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 virtual waiting room of every doctor in this industry with patients that want to talk to them about their children or about their brain injuries or about their issues. If I can facilitate that through a scalable solution where you today can log in, create your profile, and and get results that say, hey, my child's ten years old. Um, unfortunately, he's in the 10th percentile. I need to know more. Book an appointment. Book these three specialists. They focus on children. They're in my time zone. Or, hey, guess what? I can only talk to these people at midnight, so I'd like to talk to someone in a different time zone that sure. allows me to, to uh, have that flexibility. We got a lot of immigrants too, right? Like I know, look, I'm the son of immigrants. So if, this, if, uh, if you go back 40 years, 45 years, this is available, my mom you know, Greek would be her primary by far, right? So it'd be great. Now, now, fast forward today, she would have the option to potentially ask for, hey, do you have a Greek doctor yep. on someone that could speak to me in my language? Uh, so I love everything, everything about this, uh, Adam. What do you know, you talk a lot about uh, athletes. And Terry, your executive chairman talks a lot about students. Uh, so yep. uh, what, what do you think? Who are the ideal Who's the the ideal Bonovi Connect markets? There's not just one. Okay, well, you know, I'm a diehard Manchester United fan, so you know, obviously, anything with English Premier League soccer is is a, to me is a shiny star. And as a CEO, you're always kind of jumping out and trying to trying to catch these stars. And and most recently, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, Andy Wilkinson, who played in the Premier League, um, and he was just you know you know doing an interview on Sky Sports News because we had two athletes that cracked heads 
one of them was bandaged up and was like bleeding profusely but they they let him continue playing the other athlete was stretchered off with a fractured skull um, both of those athletes should be connected with our uh, doctors immediately there's no reason you know within 24 hours they should have a video uh, intervention that talks about their symptoms and guides them the right way so it's very easy for us to partner with teams now and that's obviously always always uh, very devil's advocate, our- Adam, devil's advocate don't these big teams sports clubs obviously because Maybe not because you have so many, so many of these uh, teams under your as clients. But don't they have their own specialists already, or are we overestimating their capabilities? So, quick answer: When Andy Wilkinson first had his brain injury of four, five, three, four years ago, he, I connected with him on a tweet, uh, and and I said, "Hey, I, I read about your article. You're coming to America to fix your concussion." So this guy went from Stoke, you know, Stoke on Trent in England, to Georgia to find a vestibular specialist or a, or a neck specialist. He saw my tweet. I had him fly up to Toronto. We evaluated him in Toronto and we sent him back to Stoke City. And he ended up finding a doctor that lives five minutes from his stadium and is a huge Stoke City fan. So as, as, as wealthy and as much money that's flowing in here, these people, you know, these, are, these, yeah. these athletes are paid a lot of money. And, you know, I was asked the question, um, you know, should these athletes be given the chance to to self-diagnose and have you know make their own decisions these are elite humans that are paid millions of dollars they would run through that drywall right there in front of me if you asked them to for the sake of their teams so they should never be able to make their own decisions but again to, to finish the, the question uh i do agree 100 with terry the big opportunity here is education uh, most importantly, because you're actually impacting the learning potential of these children from a very young age. If you can identify these kids and you can actually change even 1% of the graduation rate of, uh, of high school, if you can help them become readers and you can help them graduate, you're offsetting the, you know, the, the GDP and the, the cost on the, on the uh, government. Now, societal by billions cost of, of dollars. trying to take care of that person for the next and, 50 years. It's, it's the loss of income. It's the loss of revenue. And, and just, again, from my own personal experience, my son went through this experience and I saw a complete change in personality, in potential, in confidence. You're changing individuals' lives at a very young age. And that has, uh, um, you know, a, a, that, that, that benefit accumulates over every year of their education. And again, we're lifelong learners. The more we can do to absorb more information into our brains. Um, I, and I joke because my, you know, I, you know, we all played video games as kids, you know, and when, when, you know, when I, when I do let my children play video games, it's not just, Hey, I'm going to play Xbox. It's okay. I have an iPad that is, pl- there's a game playing. There's a YouTuber in the corner and I've got the Xbox on. These kids are processing at a substantially higher rate than we ever did at, at our age. So we need to give them the strongest, healthiest visual systems we can. Education is our greatest opportunity. But uh, you know, as a company that is building a global brand, we want, we want to champion some of those really big names. And, uh, and you're going to see something you know, as, you, as you talk about how does our business model change and how does our business opportunities change, you're going to see something here very shortly that, that, that demonstrates how our new infrastructure all is right. allowing us to get some really big deals in place and some really that's a, that's a nice great opportunities. Bit. That's a nice yeah. tidbit to be hearing here. Here, all we, right, we may so, have to do another interview in a couple of days here. So. Hey, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with that because you know what? All kidding aside, I love what the convergence of technology is doing to the health of people around the world. Look, something like this, I'm gonna tell you, I might even, I'm not, my, I'm, I'm gonna download the app. I want to take a look at. It. I'm getting older. My eyes maybe need a little. I want to, I want to take a look at what, you know, the app knows that 
the local optometrist, optometrist down the street doesn't know at the end of the day. But more importantly, I love what you guys are doing in this field, especially for students. I mean, for everybody, but especially for students. And uh, yeah, we're going to have you back on. We could talk for another hour. Uh, and I was about to ask you, but you just changed the course of the interview. I was going to say, Adam, you guys are you know, you guys are ending off the year in a great year. So what's there to look forward to in 2021? But it sounds like there's more to come in 2020. So maybe we'll save that question for next time. Yeah, we're, we're really excited. Obviously, we've spent a lot of work um, assessing the world, assessing our marketplace, uh, understanding, you know, it doesn't take us a lot to, to release, you know, we have a very strong infrastructure of our technology. So we are building a lot of this internally. Uh, we are excited about what we're going to be uh, coming forward with here. And again, it's just in business, sometimes it happens where, um, you know, you take a situation like COVID that could be deemed very disastrous for companies out there and you you just you move quickly you adjust and and the whole industry changes really quickly and we talk about students and we talk about the potential of schools it's you know schools are not um you know schools are worried today about you know spreading covid to the to the population base schools and again our advisors are very much you know you know busy up to here you know ensuring that their their students are safe um, you know other marketplaces that are very interesting is uh, look at the over 65 market you know that that marketplace in north yeah. america i think that's 45 50 million people that are in you know have the financial capacity to spend money and invest money they're doing everything they can in their um in, you know in their life now to extend their life to extend whether they can drive their car and how they you know they operate so there are a lot of opportunities here that we're quite excited about um education is a big one sports teams are exciting but i think you're going to see um you know some interesting developments that demonstrate how we're able to partner with some really world-class organizations and no, set ourselves and, up and, for and you've a got world-class people right you've you've attracted someone like terry booth to become the executive chairman so you know from a yeah. organization point of view you've got great leadership because you've been there from the beginning, you've got Terry now joining on and bringing his knowledge of how to grow, uh, you know, small companies to global reaching companies. Uh, you've got great people around. I mean, uh, I'm excited to see what it, whatever it is you're going to bring in the rest of 2020. But I'm really excited to see what Bonobi's going to do over the next couple of years because uh, there's no doubt you are in the right place at the right time, Adam. And congratulations on yet another great technological milestone. I think that's uh, that's fantastic and. Uh, and everyone at home watching this is probably really happy to know that uh, th that it, you guys are moving ahead. Yeah, no, we, it is about the team. Uh, we've got wonderful people. We we built a really strong core team, and Terry, uh, you know, joining obviously was a huge uh, boost for us. His leadership, his experience, um, you know, obviously critical. And and again. Uh, he's very big on us focusing. So, you know, I'm talking a lot about a lot of exciting opportunities. And again, we want to test those opportunities out. We want to build partnerships wherever we can. Um, but I think at some point we're going to get pulled in a direction that that we're going to need to focus our entire team in, in one specific direction. And I think over the next two to three months, we're going to we're going to feel that as a company and we're going to be charging forward. So we've got some big moves that we're hoping to make. Terry's added uh, Jason Dyke to our advisory board, Dr. Jason Dyke. He's added um, Dr. Sandra Stoddard to our team as well uh, and we've also you know we recently added uh, you know two new advisors or, or uh, Dr. Susan Berry um, who's a brilliant brilliant woman uh, uh, neuroscientist and personally experienced vision therapy at the age I think I believe of 57 or 58 so uh, Dr. Press our chief scientist is adding world-class people to our team um, and and between Terry and and the rest of our team we're super excited to just 
deliver on the expectations of the marketplace and leverage the opportunities that are right at our fingertips here. And that's why I love these beyond the press release interviews, because that just doesn't translate in a press release, right? Hearing the excitement in your voice, kind of seeing, you know, the excitement in your face. That's, that's what I love about these because investors really get a chance to read your body language. And I'm reading it as you are, you know, hundred percent gung ho, you're confident the future yeah. looks bright. And uh, we're happy to be taking the ride right along with you, Adam. Thank you. It's, it's great. It's a, it's a good time for us. It's, it doesn't come without its stresses. This is as for all of us oh, you know, yeah. around the world, this 2020 has just been absolutely wild. Right. And um, here we're going into Christmas, um, you know, this time of season. And, and again, I think our story just resonates. Um, just again, everyone in our company has some uh, involvement with vision therapy, either personal experiences or family experiences, you know, um, it's just, it's just been a very, um, a challenging year for all of us uh, in the world, not just our company. And again, when Christmas time, you know, when Christmas time comes, and you've got this this seasonal uh, shift where family is important, and we just feel that uh, our story is resonating really well right now, and it's setting us up for a big 2021. Yeah, it's a feel-good story on top of that. And as a shareholder, it's a great look. You, I think I said this to Terry the other day, when you can both solve real-world problems and help people and generate shareholder value, I don't think there's a better one too, right? That's that's the great thing about it. what you guys are doing. You know, it's always been a big uh, a, a big desire to solve this problem, right? It's, uh, you know, I, I've, I've done some work with Singularity University in the Valley and, um, and this university is focused exclusively on helping entrepreneurs solve big problems, you know, like, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, environmental issues or, or educational issues or healthcare issues, you know, we're looking at something that has a very, very big impact globally. And we're at a time right now where I think things are finally clicking where, you know, technology developments there, uh, like you said, 5G is coming around the corner. You've got COVID, which, you know, is just kind of changed the landscape and it's changed the reality. It's literally like, our it's, industry it's knocked not down the been... barriers, the technology barriers, where people used to be like, I can't talk to a doctor over a computer. You know, that's that's right. not, I want to go in and see them. No, nope, it's, it's, it's removed. It's forced people to try it and realize it's actually way better. This is yeah, actually you know, way better to do it this way. In the comfort of my home. And how can we how can we help you empower yourself to just reach a higher level, to reach a better level? And if you've got again, the worst is with children. You just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And again, you've got teachers making judgments on your on your child. They don't know what you know what that child is going through from a yeah. visual processing standpoint. They don't they don't care whether that child has an issue or not. It's just put them in a box. Do they need help? Are they advanced? Well, you know. I don't want my kid to be labeled. I want my kid to be empowered. I want my children to be empowered to do anything that they want and anything that they can. And wow. all, you know, you know, there's tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of patients have been fixed over decades, yet we've never really aggregated them into a platform of success. It's just every doctor out there has, has, a, has a filing cabinet of success stories. But those, wow. those, those success stories need to become data that become powerful to, the, to, to us to be able to, you know, provide population data, population statistics and say, listen, you know, how many millions of children are in kindergarten to grade 12 right now? And why are we doing nothing to just evaluate those children quickly, efficiently, and put them on the path to success? And, you know, we're at, we're at a time right now where healthcare and education are, um, are the two big things that need to be solved. And we find ourselves right on the cusp of that, uh, of delivering a solution for that marketplace. 
Hell, I'm already thinking that something like this would make for great gifts to parents uh, whose yeah. kids are starting school and, you know, we get them all sorts of little pre I, I'm already thinking about, you know, those kind of, those, those kind of offerings and who knows, maybe that's something that'll evolve one day. Right. When, when, uh, you know, I'll make note of that right now. It, it becomes a gift. You know, I'm serious. You know, to, <laughs> no, hey, tell shareholders, make this a gift. Could there be a better gift? Look, I, I can buy a little Mary a jacket or, you know, a pair of shoes or whatever. Yeah. Okay, great. But you know, if somebody just one person buys this for little Johnny and little Mary, then it could make a lifetime of difference, right? Lifetime of yeah. difference. So uh, I love yeah. what you guys are doing, Adam. Thanks for being here. You got it. Thank you. You've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, your favorite podcaster to Adam Segelski. He's CEO of Binobi Technologies, trades on the Venture Exchange under VISN, Vision, VISN, for our friends in the US on, on the OTCQB under BNVIF. Now, look, we know that Binobi is, is entering into real game-changing technology, so it's hard to capture all that in one interview. That's why on Agoracom, head back after this interview if you found it difficult to absorb all this, get to the Benovi hub, take a look at the profile page. We've laid it out for you there in layman's terms as much as possible. Then from there, you can hop over to the Benovi site to do a little more due diligence, right? And the last thing I would suggest is look at, watch watch or listen to the four press releases. We the, Sorry, the four interviews. We did two earlier this year. We just finished one with Terry. Now we just did one with Adam. It sounds like another one's coming. Watch and listen to those. I don't think you can get better due diligence than that because that's that's the the management team the executive team speaking to you beyond the press release and hopefully you've discovered your next great small cap company everybody hope you're having a great day have a fantastic evening talk to you next time